everybody. It's Melissa Killily, your host of The Melissa Killily Show. Today is Tuesday, March 19th, and we have a special guest for you here today. Um, in honor of Women's History Month, I am spending this whole hour hanging out with a dear friend and colleague, Heather Paris. She's the owner of Live Inspired Now and a number of other business ventures, so she'll share all of her credentials with you. Um, but I want to give a little background before we get started today. So, um, for those of you who don't know me, I am a mompreneur, and I say that with a lot of intention because it's the business of putting mom first and then building a business around that very special role in my life. I have a two and a half year old son who is just everything in my world to me right now, and um, and I'm honored to be able to build a life around being able to be his mother. So this podcast uh, was born a couple of years ago with the idea that I just wanted to bring more positivity and more stories of the amazing things that I see going on here in the Finger Lakes to the rest of the world. Now, if you've been watching my show, you know that I have definitely reached beyond the Finger Lakes as well, but that's because with the power of technology, we have the ability to bring people from all around the world closer to us. And it really speaks to something that has always held true in my life, which is to um, think globally and act locally. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. If we could really start to think of ourselves as global citizens, we make decisions with much more intention and impact. Um, so when I connected with Jim Sinecropi, the incredible owner of FingerLakes1.com, um, I had a conversation with him about being able to do this in a way that, you know, shares women who make the world a better place and men who are out making a difference in our community, um, businesses that are out and about. So if I check out someplace special, like a new restaurant or um, someplace, you know, a new art gallery, I want to be able to share that with you and then bring ideas and inspiration to you on a monthly basis so that you can go live your lives more inspired. So that being said... I would have to say, in the Finger Lakes, I, we have the queen of inspiration with us today, um, and that is Heather Paris, and she owns Live Inspired Now. So, Heather, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, Super excited. Me too. Especially after hanging out at Cafe 19 for the last hour, yes. discovering that it is possible that somewhere in our lineage, we really might be connected. I think we're related. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Yeah. So, um, Heather... Would you share a little bit more about your business and some of the work that you are doing right now? Because what I see in you that I love so much and I always have is how much you really just live the fullest expression of your life. You know, I often talk about how so many people in our current society are constantly running from one thing to the next. It's like we're sprinting the length of our lives mm -hmm. instead of truly living out the width and the depth right. of every day. So, yeah. Talk about you because yeah. you're a great example of how <laughs> not you. to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, I am the owner of liveinspirednow.com and um, I built pretty much everything around that brand, Live Inspired Now. And I think if I can just take a minute to talk about what it means to live inspired now. Yeah. Um, you know, I just gave this a talk, uh, like an hour long talk. I'll try to make this one 45 seconds. But um, yesterday at BOCES to the students there, uh, the, t the teacher, Mrs. Mary Parrish, wanted me to come in and inspire her students. And so that's exactly what Live Inspired Now means. It means mm -hmm. to live 
fully and with intention and express the fullness and the passion that life has to offer. Mm -hmm. Inspired means to look at everything and just glean information and feelings and emotions from it and let that guide you as you go on throughout throughout your life and then now means like literally right now like not right. waiting until later right yeah. exactly right now in this moment you can do phenomenal and amazing and you know heart-centered things that really serve yourself your family and your world and can make a huge difference and a huge impact and it's not just about like being an adrenaline junkie and living out every adventure on your bucket list it's about really giving back to your community and living to the fullest and I mm -hmm. think the fullest that you can live is when you're serving other people serving your community so that's kind of what live inspired now means to me I love it I love it so how did you arrive at this work? Yeah. Right? So. Like what's what's some <laughs> of the journey that's brought you here? Some of like the pivotal moments. Well, so the biggest moment that I talk about often is um, when I was in third grade. Mm. I We lived in Germany and my dad was in the army. He was stationed over there. And um, because of terrorism and things like that, there had um, been an explosion. So the terrorist bombed the NCO club that happened to be right next door to our school. Oh, wow. And so it damaged the cafeteria. So we had no cafeteria. So um, during that time, they were busing us home for lunch. Mm. So one day, my best friend in the whole wide world, Edie, I wish I could connect with her like now, today. I don't even remember her last name, but... Edie had such an impact Edie, on Edie, if you're out there. Edie, if you're out there, right? <laughs> Hit me up, right? Um, so Edie one day said to me, um, I don't want to go home for lunch because there's no food at my house. I'm mm. not going to get to eat. And I was just absolutely mortified and horrified and wondered, like, how is that even possible? Like, yeah. everybody has food in their house. Um, and I just didn't understand. So I said, well, Edie, you're going to come live with me now. You're going to be my sister and you can share my family. So I literally kidnapped her and smuggled her home on my school bus for lunch. And so I walked in the door and I said, Mom, this is Edie. She's going to be my sister now. Like, you're her mom. And of course, my mom was like, uh, <laughs> where does this kid come from? Right. Now, this was in the 1970s. No um, cell phones, no house phones because we lived on the military base. So they didn't have house phones. You had to go to the USO to call oh, wow. back to the United States, right? So my mom has no possible way of contacting the school or calling anybody, calling this child's parents, nothing. Um, so mom fed us lunch and sent us back home and said, do not bring her home after school, right? right. Um, but looking back on my life, like that was the earliest memory that I have of one of those things where I was showing up to serve and to help. Maybe in, not in the best way, but my heart was in the Your right place. Your intentions were right. Yeah. So I was that kid that would bring home stray animals and kids. You know, that's just who I've always been. So when I look back on it, I said, you know, I really, that's what I want to do. I want to serve people. I want to help people, especially families, especially kids in crisis. Mm -hmm. And so I built, I started, and it's evolved over the years. I first started out, um, I had a coaching practice called the Wednesday Society, where it was a women's empowerment. And we met on Wednesdays and it was kind of like the Red Hat Society thing. And that's so you didn't have to be like, you know, 60 right. or 70 years exactly. old. Exactly, okay. exactly. And that so, sort of slowly evolved into Live Inspired Now because I, you know, when I thought about it, I'm like, that's really what I want to encompass. I want people to understand that they don't have to wait, that they can show up and serve their family, their own life, and live inspired right now today, that there's not some magic thing that they're waiting for, that it's all right now within us, and that we can do it, and we can have a huge impact 
on our community, on the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, Thad and I have brought in four different, my husband has three kids, I have three kids, we're a blended family, and we've allowed four um, kids to come into our home and live with us that were either homeless or um, one person was kicked out because he was gay, his parents kicked him out. So, you know, we've made space in our home and our hearts for four children that didn't even belong to us. And to me, that's what it's all about. Not Mm -hmm. that everybody has to take in kids that aren't theirs, but there's something that you can do. Every single person has a gift and the world needs that gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that you're talking about this because, um, just last summer, um, after we had like a pretty serious tragedy in the Seneca Falls community with that little boy that we lost on Peterman Road, mm-hmm. um, I, I was asking that question a lot. I was asking the question of like, what can we do? What mm-hmm. Because as a, a busy toddler mom building a business and feeling, you know, pulled and torn in so many different directions, I was like, I don't even know where to start, right? And it just sat in my heart for a while. But I had a great episode on the podcast with um, Mindy Marquardt and Chris Felice, who are both investigators with Seneca County Sheriff's Department. And a lot of the ideas that they had given me just over a cup of coffee at Cafe 19, I swear, mm-hmm. so many beautiful things are born there, right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, some of the simplest things like volunteer with the backpack program, mm-hmm. just so you could feel like in some small way, you're able to wrap your arms around these kids, mm-hmm. you know? And and so everyone can find their own thing, right? Their own Absolutely. small way to contribute, but it's being able to show up and do it time and time again. You know, I mm-hmm. notice like every time I show up for backpack program, like the kids know me a little bit more, they're a little more comfortable, they're a little bit uh, more able to show what's really going on rather mm-hmm. than just putting on the front that they're used to, which is that face of resilience. Right. Know? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And we don't do it to get something, but often you do. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when you show up and to serve authentically, just great opportunities just come to you. Right. Um, I had a, a woman in my coach training school who, you know, I require everyone to volunteer for one hour a month, which is nothing, right? Um, so she started volunteering um and it turned into a full-time position. She became mm. the director of the place that she was volunteering at, you know? So you just never know what amazing opportunities and what ma- amazing people you're going to meet when you go out and you just want to serve. Yeah. You just want to help. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. So here's something that I want to break down really quick. So for everyone who's watching, again, this is Heather Paris, Live Inspired Now. That is her brand. Um, expressed in so many different ways, um, which we'll be talking about throughout the show. But also, if you want to get to know her better, um, you could show up in Skinny Atlas on a Monday night and she'll be teaching yoga. You could show up at um, the Rustic Bohem here in Seneca Falls on Wednesdays at noon mm-hmm. um, and she teaches yoga there. So you could grab a lunchtime yoga class. Or so, if you have kids, you could come to the meditation class that's two doors down from Rustic Bohem at the new FLX Raw Essentials store. Perfect. Yeah, um, kids meditation at four on Wednesdays. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you have plenty of chances to get to know her. But here's what I want to break down today. I think about the word inspire mm-hmm. itself, right? So this first came to me, I mean, I, I think about words and their their origins and their meanings like all the time. But last summer I was in the Adirondacks and I was just thinking about like Latin roots and thinking about, you know, inspire, conspire, like what does it really mean? Mm. And to inspire is to truly breathe life into, Mm -hmm. right? So the thing that 
struck me was I was having a conversation with a group of people at a coffee shop, the Blue Line Coffee House in Inlet, New York. Love it there. Uh, and they were saying how they, they each had somebody in their lives who was living this like completely uninspired life. Mm. But they wouldn't recognize it, right? Because it wouldn't even occur to them right that they need to be inspired because it's it's the people who are out there with that on our radar screen mm -hmm. we are the ones who recognize those people and we're like okay let me come breathe a little life into you and that's part of how we serve mm -hmm. right absolutely so the thing that i wanted to talk about today that i think is really important is if somebody's watching this and they could use your help and support they're not always likely to recognize it so what are some signs and symptoms of living a completely uninspired life? Yeah. Like what are some of the things that you see? What are some of the common complaints uh, of people who come to you who mm -hmm. really end up being great clients and then going on to become coaches through your coach training school, which is an amazing thing that Heather does. Um, what, are, what are some of those things that present for you? So the biggest thing that I see is um, zombies. You know, that zombie life where you're just literally, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to bed, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to bed and you don't have any, yeah, mm -hmm. it's monotonous. It's the same thing day after day after day. Or, you know, you see zombies in the mall all the time with their head down and their phones, you know what I mean? Stuck mm -hmm. in their phones. Mm -hmm. They're not bumping into you. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, and believe me, I do that too. I love my phone. I keep even now it's right here with me. You know what I mean? I keep it with me at all times so that I can stay connected. That's the blessing about cell phones. But I mean, not to the detriment of life, right. you know? So I think that people who are, you know, you start to recognize that you're not living a very inspired life if you're living your life through the lens of a screen all the time mm. whether it's a tv screen or your phone screen or your laptop screen when's the last time you went out and had a vacation or a staycation or you just took a walk you know with some friends or when's had it, a really good belly laugh yeah or read a good book or exactly anything like that when's the last time you know you open the windows and let the wind go through your hair just for the heck of it or went out and just screamed and laughed and you know what I mean whooped yep. it up or whatever yep. so if it, it's the monotony that's the number one sign it's mm -hmm. not always like this screaming thing like oh I hate my life sometimes it's just normalcy yeah and monotony and believe me I have monotony once in a while too um, but I do things to shake it up on a regular basis because really that's the spice of life is change. Right. Life changes all the time, every day. And I really think that the, like the quality of our life is dependent upon the ability to be comfortable in those changes, to go with them, to not, um, not resist them mm -hmm. and, and to live fully really mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah it yeah. does it does so so i think you know some of the symptoms like if you're someone who's watching and you're feeling like you're checking out a lot mm -hmm. you know either by escaping through the phone through the tv um you know through activities that just keep you from feeling connected mm -hmm. um you know because that's or the difference with to phones. Get out of bed. right not wanting yeah. to get out of bed mm -hmm. but the difference with you know the phones that i see a lot of people uh, use it to check out. Mm -hmm. I use it to check in. 
Right. Right. Like I love the connection of technology, which you talked about, like, because that's possible. That's amazing. Um, And it's not a judgment. It's a feeling. Exactly. And can I point out another one, too? Another thing that I recognize in people that aren't really living an inspired life are people who are constantly they have like a low tolerance for frustration. So they're constantly trying to feel good. Mm-hmm. I got to feel better. I got to feel better. I got to feel better. And, you know, as a coach, this is this makes me cringe that people in the self-help industry such as myself are often like, you know, happiness is the greatest value and you've got to feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. I'm throwing away everything that doesn't bring me joy. Guess what? That's not experiencing a full life because right. life part of the fullness of life is allowing yourself to be a human and to fully experience emotions, including sadness. If I'm sad, I allow myself to be sad. I don't live there, but I allow it because that's, you know, my friend died three years ago. I was sad. I was sad for months. Um, That doesn't mean that I wasn't happy every day, like, uh, you know, grateful to be alive and have a happy, full, rich life. I still do, but experience sadness was a natural thing to happen and that's that's part part of experiencing the fullness right you have to be willing Mm -hmm. to experience your feelings not constantly like everyone thinks oh you've got to be so positive and you've got no not at all right that's we we have grown into this culture of like toxic positivity right right where it's like you you must be positive yeah (laughs) you gotta be happy all the time (laughs) no There's so there's two things I want to touch on because they're so brilliant so the the first I love that you describe the state of being as like the zombies, right? Because mm-hmm. it really speaks to my core. And here's why. So for anyone who's watching who knows my story, and you know a lot of my story, mm-hmm. um, I was definitely there, right? I, you know, I spent 10 years in finance. And by the end of that, um, I was using every escape mechanism I could find to get off the hamster wheel that mm-hmm. I found myself on, you know, right. but at the same time, I was, you know, completely mesmerized by the motion of it. So yeah. it was hard to get off, right? Because I was totally tied to achievement and accolades and accomplishments. And everything about my life was from the outside looking in rather than the inside looking out. And so um, my experience of life was the zombie, right? Mm-hmm. My health started to become really poor. It probably really looked like one. Um, I got off that hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. I chose uh, back in 2014 to leave the nine to five and to pursue uh, being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. full time. I uh, became a mom. That's amazing. But here's when it hit again. Mombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for those of I you out there. I coined a term. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like full on. Not just Mm -hmm. the effects of the lack of sleep or the potential postpartum blues or that kind of thing. Something happened where the stress and the fear of being a new parent Mm -hmm. put me back in that mode. It's like whenever we've grown out of stages of our life that no longer serve us, we often fall back there under pressure and under stress, right? We Mm -hmm. go back to old habits and old ways. And so all of a sudden, I was like living for um, each nap mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was living for the next time I got to go to sleep and and I woke up one day and I was like I've had enough of this like this yeah. is not the fullness of life right. I actually I knew that deep down I loved being a mom I loved raising this child I mean Jack is like a really incredible human being it's so much fun um, it's crazy and challenging but it's also richly rewarding Absolutely. and so I kept attaching every day to that emotion and just allowing that to become the thread. 
and then reached out to you know a whole network of people yeah um to start to pull myself out of that space and realize like okay stop disengaging mm-hmm. get present and and really went on like probably the deepest dives of personal development in my whole entire life and mm-hmm. I've been in personal development since I was like you know 17 18 I was one of those people who had like Tony Robbins on tape every yeah. week or every month you know what I mean I do um, <laughs> so so you know when if you're listening to this and that resonates with you because I see that a lot because I really now I have passion for working with moms because I see it so often to help kind of pull them out of that pit of despair and sort out like okay is there something really going on biologically or you know physiologically that like a doctor needs to attend to is it postpartum or is there really just this sort of like return to maybe a prior state or um, or just disengagement that you can act your way through Mm -hmm. and begin to do the same things you would do with a coach without a child right which is engage in your life again right um so that was that was something that really struck me so if someone's listening and like that's you reach out to one of us because um we both have passion to get you out of that phase you don't need to be a zombie you don't need to be a mommy like (laughs) exactly we're here and 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 you don't have to be can I say something to you? You don't have to be production-based. We live in a very production-based society yes. that people value, put value on what they produce and what they do yes. more than who they are. Yep. And so I would say that you are not what you do. You are not what you produce. You are not the clean laundry or the dinner that you made. You're not the amount of money that you make. You are valuable because you are a soul having a human experience, right. period. Right. And it's especially, I see it in women, we just think that we have to um, list all of the things that we have done today or this week or this year. You know, you see it in January all the time. This is my year. This is the year I'm going to do X, Y, Z. How about you just show up each day, live your best life, love who you are. Mm-hmm. Fall in love with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like start there. We beat ourselves up because we're not doing enough or, well, she's already this place in her career or he already has this kind of car. So what? Right. Like that's just not what life is about. Someone once said to me, it's not curiosity that killed the cat, cat, it's comparison, Mm -hmm. right? Because we do that so often. Absolutely. You made me think of Renee Brown because um, she was probably the first person to really wake me up to this idea of the hustle of worthiness, Mm -hmm. right? That's exactly what you're talking about. Right. It's like detaching yourself from the idea that somehow what it is you're accomplishing or producing is your worth because our worth is inherent. Mm -hmm. Um, But also there's sort of this sickness in our society Mm -hmm. that is beyond that, which is like we we really get kind of tangled up in that hustle of worthiness, right? It's like the the myth that somehow being busy makes you more valuable. Mm -hmm. How often I ask people like, how are you? And they're like, God, I'm so busy. I, I really work hard to not use that word anymore because I, I intentionally choose mm-hmm. to live a full life, um, but I wouldn't call it busy. Yeah, I don't like that word either because busy is a choice. Yeah. You know, busy really is a choice. And I would say to a lot of people, not everybody, but I see a lot of women especially making themselves 
exceptionally busy so that they feel valuable to themselves. Mm -hmm. That's just not where you're And they burn themselves out. Yeah, and you're never going to feel valuable that way because that's not where your value lies. That's just completely ridiculous. So doing less, you'll accomplish far, far more. Yeah. You know, and creating those deep connections with your family, your loved ones, your kids, your spouse, whoever it is. I mean, creating those deep and lasting connections and that's that's where your value is Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. if you can say i have somebody that cares deeply about me and i care deeply about them you're rich you've Mm -hmm. done it all congratulations you win Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but if you tell me you know when i meet people and they're like oh i've got this project and that project and i've scheduled my showers from you know in my phone and all this i say i'm you know i'm sorry they're not like somebody that i need in my tribe right because i'm not about that i'm not about trying to conquer the world Mm -hmm. it's just not like we all do that together hand in hand one little bit at a time right so right yeah it's it's definitely um i feel like that's the epidemic that we're it is working to overcome on a regular basis absolutely yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and um i had the great fortune uh when i made this transition into the world of being an entrepreneur to have a great coach that i went um to costa rica with on Mm -hmm. a yoga retreat in the beginning of 2015 and she happens to be in my business, not connected to me. I mean, she is, but like way in a distant stratosphere. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I showed her what I was doing. And I said, I really want to work on the next level of this business. And she's like, okay, the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is like cut your work hours in half. Mm-hmm. And I felt so afraid. Yeah. So afraid. I was like, if I work less, mm-hmm. how am I going to pay the bills? <laughs> I just eliminated. Right. My $60,000 salary, mm-hmm. okay? Now, I did that because my part-time business started to exceed my full-time pay. Right. But I was I was literally frozen. You know, it's like they say you go into that, like, fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. I was frozen. Mm-hmm. But luckily, we were in Costa Rica, so I warmed <laughs> up pretty quick. And by the time I got home, I was ready to teach that model. And that's something I pass on now to my yeah. to my people is, you know, how do you accomplish a work week in 12 to 15 hours a week? Because if we spend the rest of the time doing all the other things that are on our heart, uh, serving in the way that we can do best, which isn't mm-hmm. necessarily... Uh, community service in the traditional sense. Right. It can be you showing up to teach your yoga class because you know there's a soul there that needs you. Absolutely. Right. It can it can be community service, but it could also be like, you know, teaching a class on a subject that only you can speak about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that it, we serve in so many different ways, but being able to teach people to do less mm-hmm. and be more. Right. Is where the power is. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 100%. love it. So I have your book here. I'm going to hold it up for everyone to see. Live Inspired Now, A Field Guide for Happiness. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to read it. I can't believe I haven't read it yet. But where can people get this? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Yeah, Amazon.com. All right. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Or if they want a, like an autographed copy, they can go to my website, liveinspirednow.com. Okay. Perfect. So back to what you were talking about before. You were talking about how life is ever constant changes mm-hmm. and, you know, always evolving. And so to really live out the width and the depth and the fullness of who we are and the lives we live, we've got to be willing to, like, engage and experience all of those things. And when we were at the coffee shop, 
you know, you were sharing some of the changes coming up in your life. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I feel like that is something, it's something that I hear a lot of my friends talk about these mm-hmm. days, which is, you know, when you go through this phase of soon becoming an empty nest, mm-hmm. right? So talk about that because oh you're I spending this imagine. last year with your daughter <laughs> before she goes off to school in September. So. Right, exactly. I mean, I'm lucky because as an entrepreneur, I've you know had the luxury of spending time with my kids, raising them, and they've been part of my businesses all along, you know? I used and they've to... all become entrepreneurs because yeah, of it. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I remember, gosh, it was a long time ago, 10 years ago, maybe more, I was in real estate. And Carrie at the time was just a little kid, my youngest daughter, Carrie, and she, um, we bought her a little red blazer and she would wear it and she would come on appointments with me to show houses, you know, because I was a single mom back then of three kids. And so, you know, I, my kids were a huge part of my business. They just, Mm -hmm. they just were like, you want to see house? I'm going to have kids with me. That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I've been a parent. My oldest child is almost 25. So I've been a mom for 25 years. Mm. It's a long time, right? So, and then first I had three kids. Oh, wait. So your retirement party in September is also, could be like a quarter century celebration of motherhood. Yes, okay, keep going. exactly. So, yeah. So um, first I had one, then two, then three kids, right? Then I had six kids. Mm-hmm. And then I had four more kids that weren't either one of ours, right? So at one time we had nine people, seven teenagers in the house and us two adults. Yeah, it was crazy, right? Totally outnumbered. So totally outnumbered. (laughs) So now we're down to just the two kids, you know, um, my daughter Carrie and my stepson Ethan at the house and they both graduate in June and then they're leaving the nest, right? So I'm, I'm spending this whole year just spending so much time with Carrie and doing so many things before she goes to college in in September and it's it's bittersweet I'm super excited and I love seeing her do all these amazing things and go out into the world but yeah at the same time it's like what what the hell am I gonna do now right 25 years I've been a parent so I decided to and I see this is this all the time people go through empty nest syndrome right they have issues I've coached people through mm-hmm. things like this, through these transitions, they never stop and celebrate it. Mm. They just go, 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 go. Got to get the kid to college. Because that's Gotta what they've been it. doing for so long. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think part of the fullness and enjoying an inspired life is to stop, acknowledge what you've just gone through or what you're going through, accept it and experience it like Mm. really truly experience it so i'm throwing myself a retirement party in september as you know so i'm having a 25 years of parenting retirement party i love it not that you know somebody made a comment not that i'm retiring from parenting i'll always be a parent Right. right but however the active parenting stage that i've been in for 25 years where i'm active actively engaging in their day-to-day their decisions and things like that is coming to an end so now i'll be a passive parent and i'm not going to go into that lightly i'm going to celebrate that with a party and then enter that and understand the fullness that comes with that like Mm -hmm. you know a a new opportunity for thad and i to have even more time together Mm because my husband is my best friend and time to travel and time to go out and experience things that we have not prioritized because we had kids at home Mm -hmm. so yeah so so this year, um, I'm I'm being gentle with myself because it's emotional, um, but I'm also like 
allowing myself to really experience and and feel it right does that make sense yeah it Mm. does it does and that is tied into almost everything we've talked about which Mm -hmm. is being present Mm -hmm. so that's something i'd love for you to share with our viewers heather is um how what are a couple tips that you would give people to just get more present in Mm -hmm. their day-to-day lives yeah, I would say people talk about that all the time, like being right. more present with their kids, being more present at work, so they're not constantly thinking about the kids. Mm-hmm. How do they just get more present in the moment? Right. I would say that the very first thing and the easiest thing to do is to put away all distractions. Mm-hmm. It's so we are just we're distracto bunnies. That's what we are. You know, everything's a distraction from the phone, the TV, the computer, the you know, whatever it is, the constant noise. I mean, there's people like you walk into the house, every light in the house is on, every radio is on, every mm-hmm. TV is on. Mm-hmm. The phone, they got to, I know people have two phones. You know what I mean? Oh, right. well, I forgot that phone, but it's okay. I got the second phone. Why do you have two phones? <laughs> you know, like what, what in the world is going on? So put away all of those distractions and sit. And I, you know, I'm, I make my coach training students do this. Sit in silence. Mm-hmm. Just sit and get quiet for a minute. And, you know, we do this in meditation class, too. And it's not about quieting your mind because your mind is meant to process things. It's a computer. It's supposed to be processing things. It's not about shutting your mind down and becoming the Zen Buddhist. It's just about getting rid of all of the other things that are going to keep you from focusing your attention where you really, truly want it. And for me, that's on my kid this year. Mm-hmm. Not that I haven't always focused on them, but um, it's, you know definitely amped up this year so that I can spend Carrie's last few months um, together. Right. So I would say number one, get rid of all distractions. And number two, um, like just, just have things to do, like look forward to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like plan something out. You can get full, people get fully present when they're talking vacation. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to Hawaii, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And they get really excited. So find something to get excited about and plan that and get everyone involved. If you have kids at home, get your kids involved in that. That can be, sometimes the planning of something can be even more fun than the actual doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And fully experiencing it. That's why I start Christmas in September <laughs> by putting up the trees and a little bit old because I stretch that out because it's fun and it yeah. reminds us to be present and to, um, you know, spend time and experience and, and just, you know, do those things. So yeah, I think it's beautiful how that applies, even if we're talking about something completely different. So Um, Maybe you can't take your family to Hawaii, right? Right. But even if we're talking about planning a picnic at Teganic Park. Absolutely. If you're giving the kids responsibilities to say like, okay, you you decide what you want on the menu. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to we're going to create that together. Yeah. Um, You plan out what kind of games we want to play when we Mm -hmm. get there. So make sure you collect all those items and get ready. Or volunteering as a family. We do that, you know, and the kids get really excited. So my stepson, Ethan, will say, can I bring my chess game? And he'll sit and play chess with all the old men. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so one year we all wore reindeer antlers and, you know, we did that in July one year when we all went lavender picking, but just planning out different things. It doesn't have to be some gazillion dollar activity it could just be a fun thing like Friday night we used to do every single Friday we don't really do it anymore but every single Friday was pizza and a movie night Mm -hmm. you know so we'd plan it all week long what kind of pizza are we gonna have what movie are we gonna watch 
we'd work everything around that in our family around pizza and a movie. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be some gigantic thing, but create those traditions in your own family. And that's what helps keep you present and brings you back when you start getting so far out. That's another thing too. If you start zombieing out, then you'll catch that because you're missing out on the things that you do normally. So, right. oh shoot, we haven't had a pizza movie night in like three weeks. What's going on? Ah, oh, shoot, I haven't kissed my husband in like, you know, 24 hours or something like that. that's a problem. Like those are, those are, um, like you said, signals that something is, Something's is going, going awry. Yeah. 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 So you talked about your husband, dad, mm-hmm. he's your best friend. Yeah. But he's also your business partner. He is. Right. We do everything together. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a business together that takes this concept of like inspiration and motivation to like a whole other level. Mm hmm. So can you talk about that? Sure. Yeah, so our business, our, our that business is called Finger Lakes Area Motivational Experiences, flameny.com, you know? Um, and so the idea is it's motivational, and I say that with air quotes because we, although we're motivational, we don't actually believe in motivation because I believe personally that motivation can only come within. So I can't right. give you motivation. Right. I can't motivate Because it just you. goes away. Right, exactly. Right. But what I can do is inspire you. Mm-hmm. I can um, do something that makes you think, wow, she did that. Maybe I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can live and lead by example. Mm-hmm. And so Thad and I put on these empowerment workshops that take people through a series of events or obstacles, depending on the workshop, right? Or, or activities. You've done like fire walking. Fire, we do fire walking, glass walking, mm-hmm. all sorts of these motivational, right? Experiences that take people and teach them how to live an inspired life. Mm-hmm. We don't motivate anybody. They motivate themselves by learning how to exhibit their own strengths so that they can create that amazing life, so that they can get past their fears or do things that they never thought were possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that That's that business. I love it. And you know, it's so interesting because pulling together like all those different threads, <clears throat> you talk about, because I agree with you, you can't, I mean, it's it's not worth it to try to motivate somebody because right. that if that motivation doesn't come from an internal source. Then it's not sustainable. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I learned that the hard way, uh, running a business. Me too. <laughs> we all do, right? right. Um, but when I go back to that definition of inspire, literally to breathe life into, mm-hmm. the experience itself in that business is what breathes life mm-hmm. into those people. They're reminded of who they are in right. their fullest expression, right? Because they've gone through this thing and they're like, oh, I could do this, right? Mm-hmm. And they know that it's in there. They have to tap right. into it. And, and it is a reminding. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. It is a reminding because even if you've never, if you think, you think you've never done anything exceptional, you have. Yeah. Because there's a soul inside that's having a human experience. And mm-hmm. that's truly what I believe. And that soul has like done and is capable of far more than our our human mind would ever let us on. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I love that you said that because it is a remembering Remembering how powerful we, we are. Yeah. Remembering how much we've endured and how we've come out. Because if you're here listening, you've endured and survived every single solitary day of your life. Right. Every one right. of them. Right. Yeah. Which encompasses, you know, such a vast spectrum of experiences. <laughs> exactly. But what I really love is even the name of the business by speaking to that 
motivation. Mm. That is one of the symptoms when you're unmotivated. That's right. Right? When you're unmotivated is when you're lacking inspiration. When you're unmotivated is when uh, you're not living out the fullness and the depth of your life, right? Absolutely. So, so it's great that you tap into the symptom because that's what people recognize. Because again, so many people don't recognize, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not inspired. Right. Right. They're not going out looking necessarily for inspiration, but they might be looking for motivation to get out of bed in the morning. They might be right. looking for motivation to run the next race. They might be looking for motivation to build a better relationship with their children. I'm right? glad you brought up races. That, if you, if you don't mind me interrupting for a second, that no, makes me think great. of the perfect example. Who shows up for a 5K that says, 5K race, join us? Nobody. That's boring. That doesn't motivate or inspire anybody. Right. But everyone comes out for the turkey tr- turkey trot or right. what's the one here in town The um, in, in winter? It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Everybody wants to come out for the It's a Wonderful Life. That sounds so inspiring and exciting, right? right? Nobody just shows up for the 5K. Let's go do a 5K. Right. No, we're going to go out and do the It's a Wonderful Life 5K based on this movie and it might snow and it's beautiful and it's in this amazing And we're all town. getting dressed up in crazy costumes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the inspiration yeah. that motivates people to get that, you know, self-motivates people to get out there mm-hmm. and do things. And mm-hmm. so that's why it's important to stay inspired. Yeah. 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 So go to Amazon, <laughs> pick up a copy of the book. I'll be reading it with you. Maybe we'll have a book club. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I want to take this opportunity because uh, one thing that I truly love about you in such a deep way is how much you honor and promote other business owners Mm -hmm. like that. So it's something that I love to do as well, right? And I think about it like this. Um, The other day I was talking about it and I was like, look, I love to think about all the people in my life as these stars in my sky. And I like to think that my greatest uh, gift is that I like to create constellations, mm-hmm. right? So I'm constantly sliding things around to create these beautiful things that together are so much better than each of our individual lives, right? right. We, we light right. up the sky together. Mm-hmm. And so I watch you do this all the time. You're always out there promoting other businesses. And so where we would normally do a segment on out and about in the community, um, I'd love to give some time and space for you to talk about some of the businesses um, that you work with most closely, um, perhaps like Serenity Wellness and the Rustic Boheme, mm-hmm. um, and maybe share the yoga classes and times again. Yeah, absolutely. So on Monday nights, I and I think that a lot of the people that I work with have been on your show too. So um, I teach yoga, Kundalini yoga on Monday nights in Skinny Atlas at Finger Lakes Holistic Divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, on like I teach yoga five days a week, and so. Um, Wednesdays, I'm at the Rustic Boheme, which is an amazing little shop right here in Seneca Falls that sells crystals and um, all handmade, beautiful handmade products, jewelry, things like that. So I teach a lunchtime yoga there from 12 to 1. Mm-hmm. And um, and then that same day on Wednesdays, I teach kids meditation from 4 to 5 at the FLX Raw Essentials store. And then just between those two stores is Back to Nature, Kathy mm-hmm. Cowie's Back to Nature. Mm-hmm. And so I often teach private classes for her too at her in her home. And so 
um, you know, I just love supporting women business owners, especially. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday is another women's uh, women business owner. I teach yoga at Serenity Wellness in Auburn. And then Fridays at the Zen Den, which is another female owned business, right? Um, I teach yoga there in the mornings. And so, and I do a lot of private classes as well. So besides the coach training and besides coaching my own private clients, I also have this thriving yoga and meditation practice. Um, but it's so like when you find your soul's purpose, you, it's easy. It's not right. work, right? right? It's like, oh, I get to go do this now and I get to do that and I get to go here and I get to do this. And so it's different um, than being busy. It is. Yeah. It is. And, you know, if you look at my calendar, it looks busy. Right. But there's nothing on there that I'm not so grateful and and do with so much joy because I feel like I'm here to make a difference, to help people. Like I basically like the long and short of it is I want to help end suffering. Yeah. Because people suffer needlessly. We'll always have pain and we'll always have discomfort, but suffering is something that's optional and people just don't know how not to suffer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Thad and I, my husband and I have like endeavored to take that on, to teach people to live inspired so that they don't have to walk around every day suffering. Right. And that's, I mean, that's basically the long and short of it. I love it. And, you know, thank you for pointing out again, um, you know, that you love working with women business owners because here we are, it's March, Women's History Month, and, um, and in honor of that, being able to sit here and take all this time to work directly with you is so great. And I heard a really great quote recently uh, from one of my mentors, Jennifer Kem, who said, you know, I'm not against men, I'm simply for women, mm-hmm. right? And I love that because we're watching uh, women on the rise right now, especially when it comes to claiming their place in the world of being an entrepreneur, in the world of you know owning our own businesses. And so being able to support so many of the women who have like paved the way is fantastic. Kathy right. Cowie being one. I mean, she's been, she's been doing what she's, she's doing for amazing. I love decades. Her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love her. It's so great. So, and for those of you watching, I know it's getting close to time to wrap up, but I will say one thing, you know, if you're not making the connection of, you know, why yoga when it comes to living inspired, at the end of the day, yoga is the best way to become present Mm -hmm. and to really live and feel the fullness of life. And the greatest lessons I've ever learned from my yoga teachers and just through my experience in my own practice has been, you know, the more flexible I become in my practice, the more flexible I am in my thinking, the more adaptable I am as a human being, the stronger I become Mm -hmm. in my postures and the stronger, the the more endurance I have um, in my practice it is so in my life as well. Right. Right. And so, you know, so if you're curious and you just want to come meet Heather and get to know her, you know, join one of the classes, even if it's just to drop in and check it out. Um, You've got so many different options and you can go online to amazon.com, pick up her book, Live Inspired Now, and we will leave you with a little bit of inspiration. Heather, do you have anything in particular, a quote, you know, a favorite song, something that you'd like to leave our viewers with? Well, the quote that I end pretty much every one of my yoga sessions and meditation sessions is um, one that I kind of made up myself. And it's just that um, to always remember to act kindly, react thoughtfully, 
and interact compassionately. And that's pretty much all we ever need to do in life. Mm-hmm. There you have it, everybody. Heather Paris, liveinspirednow.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll be back in the studio next month, and I'll see you then. Thank you.